Welcome to the Church on the Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. Uh, welcome back to the program, Pastor Corey, and we have yet again special guest, Tim Too, Tim Hughes, the right reverend, excuse me, the right reverend Tim Hughes from Port Angeles, Washington, visiting with us today. Yeah, we didn't say the name of your church on our previous podcast well, Did we? I don't think so. And, and, and oh, what is the name of your have. church? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty unique. We worked really hard uh, 125 years ago to come up with the, the perfect name that would really set us apart from every other uh, congregation yeah. similar. We are the First Baptist Church wow. of Port Angeles, Washington. First wow. Baptist yeah. Church of Port Angeles. And so good luck finding another it, one of those. If you, if you like what you hear on the podcast, which we're going to be talking about some deep issues today, uh, fear, anxiety, questions, doubts. Um, if you like what you hear today from Tim Two or Tim Hughes, um, they could probably check you out online or Absolutely. on your website. Uh, yeah, we're easy to find. What do you you use the Google search engine? Yeah, yeah. I don't just say Google because right? I say Google search engine because uh, I, I don't or, know why. Or you could do Firefox if you're more concerned about the privacy side of things. Oh, okay. You, yeah, we'll so you, a shout to all the different. Okay, so Bing is out there too. You use one of those yeah. things and you search for uh, just First, First Baptist, Baptist Church Port Angeles. Port Angeles. Yeah. What's your website? Uh, we are uh, www. Uh-huh. Or should we HTTP? <laughs> no, we can just colon backslash backslash. Yes. Uh, uh, it's uh, firstbaptistpa.org. Firstbaptistpa.org. Or you could just do the abbreviations. It both work. So fbcpa.org. Oh, you bought both. We did both. Good move. Yeah. 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 So uh, we're going to talk about deep stuff uh and see where this goes but we're gonna have some humor hopefully as we do it because you guys are both funny guys i find sometimes yeah well the problem Um, is is they're not seeing the face and that's where most of my humor comes from is is how you look is just how i look yeah Yeah. and so i would agree that's true for both Corey resembles (laughs) everyone yeah so uh we we are in our lovely studio here we've each had several cups of coffee in case you're worried about us ironically tim uh siever's cup says Tim's on his cup. And if you've seen Tim's cup, it, it's T-I-M-S without an apostrophe. Right. It's and weird. It is a weird cup. But it was a gift. It's a gift. It's a nice gift. Very kind nice gift. gift. And it's it's about Tim Hortons, which is a mostly Canadian donut chain. Is that right? Donuts, coffee, sandwiches. Oh, really? They do it all. Okay. All right. And the yeah. Tim Bits, which are the Tim mini- bits. miniature donuts. They're the donut holes. They're bits delicious. of Tim. Yeah, bits of Tim. Oh, I'm never going to eat that. Well, perhaps uh, they're perhaps good. The, the Canadians have different grammatical rules. I don't think... Do, it, do they? Yeah, Maybe they do. They I mean, they call a Z a Z, so who that's knows true. what they do with wow, apostrophes. Wow, that's wild. So they do not have an apostrophe on Tim's cup, but when there are two Tims... As there are right, right now, now yeah. that cup is accurate. Tims are Our in Tims. the room. Okay, right. so that was not worth the time, but... Um, we, we're talking about fear, anxiety, questions, doubts, and, and just I think it's important for us to be able to express as Christians. We're all Christian leaders. Um, we've all lead or led congregations before. Um, and so there's this idea that maybe we shouldn't talk about our anxieties or our doubts or our questions or our fears and, and keep them hidden. Um, you think that's a good strategy, uh, Pastor Tim well, Hughes? You know, I I, uh, I definitely think it's good to talk things through. And 
one of the, the realities, even as we're sitting here, the three of us, is I think we'd all be willing to say none of us are necessarily experts in the field of, of treating clinical depression. None of us Never. are. Um, you know, but some of the thought, I think some of the, the fear about fear or the fear about anxiety or depression is that you need to be an, an expert to have a voice or an expert to be someone that others can talk to. And uh, sometimes it's just good to, to be a sounding board. It's, you know, and uh, somebody who can be steady, somebody who can um, just be a, a listening ear. And so, you know, to anybody out there who maybe isn't suffering from depression or doesn't have an anxiety issue in the moment, uh, if you have people in your life who do, it's okay to not know all the answers. Right. It's okay to not be, you know, none of us in this room are going to be uh, experts in treating clinical depression or would we necessarily try to present ourselves in that way. But uh, we are certainly folks who have a lot of concern for people who, who have those struggles. And uh, in our world in the ministry uh, can attest to the fact that probably far more people uh, struggle from depression yeah. uh, and struggle from anxiety <clears throat> issues than would be commonly known. Yeah. You know, it's it, my wife and I, we struggled with fertility issues. And, I, and I'm not going to put this you know, in the same camp, but only in, to make this comparison is that um, we really felt isolated and alone with that in terms of, you know, having to feel all those questions of like, uh, especially in a pastor position that was uh, really in a church that really wanted children at that time. We just didn't have any kids in the church. And so you come in as a young pastor with a young bride and, uh, you know, all the, the questions of, mm-hmm. so when, when, are you when that family going to get started, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and so when we finally chose to, you know, let, let's let the church know that, you know, actually we're not trying to hold out on you. <laughs> uh, we've been, stru- you know, trying for years to, to have children and it's just not worked. And, um, once that became public, once we let people know that that was a, an issue, it was amazing the number of people who came in privately to say, you know, that was a struggle we had. And that yeah. was something we walked yeah. through. And, yeah. Um, and so, I think depression can work the same way. That So there's a fear about fear, a fear about anxiety and depression. And, and I would say in the church, maybe even a fear of asking questions that may, should I know the answer? Should I know how to figure out this problem in my family or I don't know even where something is in the Bible. You know, it could be a small thing, but for some reason we sometimes generate unhealthy uh, fear in our churches. And we should be um, communities where people can talk about their questions, their doubts, and 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 um, we're not all counselors, we're not all uh, psychologists, and we shouldn't pretend to be, but we should have communities, I think, where we can talk about stuff, right? Absolutely. And it, I think that in itself, if we were, um, if we were islands of health in our communities, and we were known as, man, you can talk to those people at First Baptist uh, Port Angeles, you know, you can, you can go there, and you'll always find somebody who listens, you know. Uh, that's don't you think that. Christians should be known as empathetic listeners, uh, and are we? Is that like number one on the list of things we're known for? Uh, oh. <laughs> why are you <laughs> Is laughing? This a trick question. Uh, <laughs> I think you know. I think there are people. Um, there are people in churches that you know strive to do that, but we also have a reputation for not being good listeners. I think that's just the honest truth about it, and um, and I. I I know that's something I don't want to be known for. 
uh, individually is being a good being a bad you know oh being a you want to be known i want to be known as a good listener okay. as got a place where people can come and be heard and express their doubts and their fears and their questions and and be loved and accepted in the midst of that mm-hmm. and i think that's you know those that's the kind of person god has called us to be me to be and the kind of church that he's called us to be people of compassion and love um people who are quick to listen and so to speak um to take some scripture that out of sounds, context that, and, that, and, sounds, and, that, and, that and, sounds like it's familiar. from the bible i think that's um, good yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. but uh, you know i think that's yeah i want to be that way i want to be have, have you guys ever had uh, a fear, an anxiety, a doubt that you expressed to somebody in the church or to a, a believer and they helped you with it? Or or do you have a story uh, you, you want to share? Um, let's see along the, the silence. awkward yeah. silence phase. Um, no, they're just perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I have had... Um, I guess, you know, I've had times in my life where, where things were not going the way that I expected them to. And I think there was a lot of fear in my life, uh, especially when it comes down to, um, you know, not that long ago, even where a couple of years ago, didn't have a job, didn't have any income. You know, you can't make the mortgage payment and um, you can't buy the groceries. I mean, when you go from, you know, a full-time job to zero income (laughs) and it's not expected well what there's a lot of fear right there's a lot of fear and um and 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 there's some unspoken fears too i think as you know in the family kids who maybe don't they they can't vocalize um or express the fear that they have but it's there and um you know i remember being angry i remember being frustrated extreme frustration and I remember when I prayed, and the word I got from God was, be thankful. <laughs> I'm like, really, God? <laughs> really, God? What am I supposed to do with that, you know? And then uh, as, I'm, as we're working through that situation, and, and then my wife and I kind of coming to this place where I'm seeing things differently than she's seeing things, and I'm like, well, God gave me this word to be thankful, and I'm counting my blessings, and look at all this great stuff around us, our our friends who have rallied around us and helped us out, and so-and-so gave us money for groceries and took us out. And she's still in the, you know, but what about, because, uh, you know, we're wired differently as, as men and women, and she she's there, and we're not seeing eye to eye on the whole thing. Um, but when, when um, you know, relying on God and relying on other people who who came to our aid, you know, emotionally and who did, they would just listen to us and 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 let us talk about the things that we were afraid afraid about and, and they'd pray for us and mm-hmm. uh with with no judgment. Um I think and, that's key. Yeah. And I'm going to turn it back over to you yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tim, Tim's reaching the emotional <laughs> point, uh, but that that's awesome that they listened and they listened without judgment and they prayed and they were present. And I think present, yeah. I think that's key for whatever you're struggling with. And we're not saying that this this we're not giving you the formula to fix all anxiety or depression here. But I think we're just yeah. talking about how we can help each other uh, as listeners and being present for people and praying. And sometimes that means realizing that we're talking to somebody whose problems 
need professional help sure, and we need sure. to help them get there or connect them with help. When I think uh, one of the things to be sensitive to in that discussion is is the whole idea that, that we're going to be able to um, reason our way out of depression, which if it's, no. if it's really a depression, you know, it, it's one of those things that I think often our frustrations when we're struggling with a, a depressive state is, um, you know, well, I know I shouldn't be like this. Mm. I know that I do have, you know, if, if, you know, say work got crazy and, and uh, you know, it was just maxed out and I, I, I hit this point of, of just difficulty, um, I might try and reason with myself to say, or I might have a friend try and reason with me and say, hey, look, you have a wonderful family, you have a beautiful wife, you have a happy marriage, you have a church that supports you, and, and you have community around you. All those things may be true, and yet I might still still yeah. have that sense of depression and have that sense of, of you know, it, because it's not necessarily a logic issue. It, yeah. it, it can be, if it's a chemical issue, yeah. logic's not going to fix the chemicals. You know, if it's, a, if it's an emotional issue, if it's a... a trauma in my past that's that's bringing up something uh and maybe there's something in my current life that's that's triggering that um that's not necessarily a thing that i can logic my way through and so being able to have a community around me that can uh you know support in in the the midst of that to to not say well because in the best of an intention of trying to help somebody say well you know don't don't you just have the best life don't you just have all these things going for you what we can be doing is, is telling that person, well, you're wrong to feel this way, right? And, and so what we want to make sure we're doing is, is saying, uh, you know, it's okay to point those things out, but also leave room for those other feelings that they're having. Um, mm, the the yeah. joke that we read, you know, we were kind of talking about the, the subject ahead of this uh, meeting time and trying to look on how to bring some, some sense of humor or some sense of joviality to a serious topic. And, and there's a joke that asked the question, uh, you know, the, the question is, you know, why is Aaron so depressed? And the answer is because his grandma died, <laughs> which is a horrible thing. But, uh, you know, you have that's to a bad it. joke. It's a bad joke. I'm not, you know, but the point of it being, you know, if you're Aaron's friend and his grandma died and it, it's leading him to this, this place, that's a logical reason to feel depressed and that we would classify as logical. Yeah. You know, and and it's not going to work to to come alongside and say, but look, you know, she was old and and she is in a better place now, and she, you know, grandma died, and that's okay to be depressed about that, and and maybe we just need someone to to come and sit shiva with us, you know, to yeah, to be present yeah. with us and to weep with us and to feel that sorrow with us, and um, not try and and argue us out of that that place. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, Depression is is not just feeling sad, right? right? And and it's not just situational. Uh, it's something more than that. And 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 we're not here to to give you a diagnosis, but but I appreciate what you said there, uh, Tim. I I'll give something that's l- way less dramatic than um, what Tim Seavers or Tim One shared. Uh, but you know you know some of our anxieties can can just be because of something new. And I want to share an anxiety that I still remember vividly of of going back to church and, and as a freshman in college. Once I had made my commitment to Christ and I was really a true believer, going to church was scary for me. And I mean, I had gut level reactions. I'd go into buildings, get scared and hightail it out of there. Just 
fear. You know, I I feared not having the answers. And I mean, I think before because maybe I was just faking it or whatever. And I don't think it was because I was so reverent and holy. I, I, I did know at a deeper level that God was real, but I just, I didn't know how to be around those people or I just had anxiety about worshiping. And the real simple solution for me was a friend. Uh, now this is, again, I'm not describing something clinical. I'm just saying something that I was anxious, uh, but uh was just a friend. Her name was Connie Chung, or her name is Connie Chung. Uh, and Connie was a uh, convicted Christian young lady, and she just went with me to things and prayed for me. And 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 I got less anxious about those situations over time. That's great. And comfortable in my own skin, you know. And so sometimes we just need to be that other person. You know, we need to be Connie Chung for other people. Um, it's it's not the CBS News Connie Chung, in case you're wondering. Uh, it, it, but, um, yeah, um, I think we're sometimes uncomfortable with other people's discomfort, right? right. And that's – the church should be people who are – okay with awkward situations and difficult questions and being with people. I mean, well, most people us, don't come to church because... in our position, right? If the church wasn't comfortable with awkward people. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean. and, but also, nobody just comes to church because like, and I think this is a misunderstanding, they've got all of their life figured out and they're super righteous and super awesome. You know, if you think that's the gathering of people in Christian churches, no. We are people who do have brokenness just like everybody does has has difficult stuff in their life and we're trying to figure it out and we need help with some things and and I, i've seen that kind of play in two ways one is is i think the the people who are regulars to church who've been going to church for a long time i think a lot of them understand church is for broken people to come in and and a place for healing and a place for that but will not feel free to themselves to be broken. Well, I've been mm-hmm. coming to church for so long, or I've been part of the... I can't show I can't any weakness. Show this. I'm, I'm the one who's been worked on, right? I'm the one who's, you know, and, and, and it's okay for other people to have these issues. It's okay for other people, and, and we'll be open to that, uh, but not know that there's room for themselves to say, hey, I'm struggling, or, or I'm having trouble. Uh, and then on the flip side, you have, you know, the, the second category of people who haven't come to church and really do have the sense that... Uh, church is just for those who do have it all together and don't realize how broken really so many of us are and how much, uh, and, and not to, not broken in the sense that there's something wrong with a person who has these struggles, but broken in the sense that we all have places where we need some healing. Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, yeah, I, I remember speaking to one gentleman who uh, proudly proclaimed he was a former Marine or, and, uh, you know, he had, had been a Marine and, and, uh, and, I invited him to church, and his honest statement was, you know, if I walked in that building, lightning would strike me. Oh, yeah. You know? and, yeah. And there's that idea that I can't fit in with that crowd. And I tried to assure him that if lightning hadn't struck me yet, he was going to be fine. You know, <laughs> But it's this sense of, you know, again, I, I appreciate your heart here, uh, Corey, in, in terms of wanting to make sure the people, the, the listeners here, that your community knows this is a safe place that you can come to church and learn that, that there's room for those who don't have it all together, room for those who are struggling, room for those who, who do have, have hurts, whether it be depression or an anxiety issue or uh, just 
broken relationship. Broken relationship but, yeah, because yeah. I feel a lot of people are out there, even some of the, the new Christians who think, okay, I'm a Christian now, so why do I still have this struggle? I better not tell anybody about the struggle or I just read one of the cool Bible app reading plans and, I, and you know, how to be a good wife or a good husband and then I won't have that problem anymore, right? It'll right. just go, and, you know, no, I mean, the journey of faith is a journey and and we all have some brokenness. God doesn't want us to just stay in our pain or our issues, but it takes time and it takes learning and growth and, but we have to bring those things to the light, so... Well, this is this is kind of the time we've given for this topic. We could go deeper. We do have some further resources at our church. I'm sure you do too. If you're listening to this in Port Angeles, which if you are, post a comment so we know that would be cool. But uh, uh, we also have a fear, anxiety, question, and doubt group that started. It's a it's a private group. If you want more information about that, uh, send us a message. Uh, Tim at PalouseChurch.org or Corey at PalouseChurch.org. Uh, but we want to be a people um, that, that are there for each other. Yeah, uh, amen. Christian, non-Christian, everybody. We want to, we want to be uh, people of God who love others. So that's all I got, guys. It's been fun to have some coffee together and chit-chat. Yeah, this yeah. has been a blast. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been fun to talk depression. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next time you're here, we'll do yeah, something. Yeah. We'll do uh, knock knock jokes. Or <laughs> there something. you go. There yeah, you, go. you got a good knock knock joke. Oh, let's see. Uh, knock knock. Who's there? Uh, depression meds. Depression meds. Who? Go away. Oh wow. Uh, <laughs> that's, 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 I don't know. I made it up on the spot. It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. So. No. You can cut that. Oh out. You know, no, we don't. Well, said earlier that no, you we never edited. We don't edit our podcast. So my goal in this was to give you reason. To edit your podcast, I think I just did. Uh, it's that. not going to happen. No, I. Uh, happen. If you're still hearing that joke, you know that uh, Tim Seaver stuck to his guns. That's and, right. And uh, yeah, I, I. Yeah, thanks for that joke. There you yeah, go. that was two yeah. terrible jokes. Two terrible our, jokes. Uh, absolutely, yeah. you can yeah. count on it when you have me. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you, uh, Pastor Corey and Pastor Tim, for appearing on the, the Church on Hill podcast, and thank you all for listening. Uh, this has been the Tims and Pastor Corey coming to you from our Hilltop Studio in the Rolling Hills of Palouse. Washington, wishing you a blessed day.